Welcome to the B-Zone with yours truly, Tracy S. Campbell. And we are back, everybody, with another great episode. Now, today, I am once again enjoying my quality time with the one and only our very own opinionator himself and audio engineer for Crawford Media, Diary's parent. Howdy do do, Miss Tracy. How are you, sir? I can't complain another day on the dollar. But, well, that is true. And, you know, I have to say, Diary's, uh, it's so nice to be able to spend quality time with you one on one. You know, here. just a little one on one, pick each other's brains, you know. So there you bad. go. It's yeah, it's, it's giving our relationship a whole other dynamic. <sighs> hey, what can I say? Yeah, I, I know, I know. I enjoy it. I know you I do. Appreciate I know you do. It. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, as you can see, we have a good time here in the B-Zone, and today is no exception. Today, we are talking about, well, we're getting into your health and wellness at the top of this new year. Are you really fat-free? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to compare those popular weight loss programs, and we're going to get it started with our Dear B-Zone letter coming up next. Calling all experts, trailblazers, and game changers. Are you involved in work that is making a difference in the lives of others? Do you have a compelling story that will inspire and motivate? And are you ready to join the conversation on the Purple Couch? If so, then we need to hear from you. To become a Bebo Weekly guest or panelist, contact us by email at thepurplecouch at beboweekly.com or you can call us at 1-800-365-3203. That's 1-800-365-3203. Come join the conversation on the Big Purple Couch. Welcome back to the B-Zone. And today we are talking about, well, are you really fat-free? Meaning... Those treats and meals that you buy, are they really helping you or hurting you? And we're going to be comparing popular weight loss programs. But we're going to get it hmm. started with our Dear B-Zone letter being read by none other than Diary's parent. Da, 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 da. Yes. What do you have for us today, Diary's? All right. Dear B-Zone, I want to get healthier this year, but there are so many options to choose from. My goal is to lose 20 pounds, but I don't know if I should join a gym or start a keto diet or start a weight loss boot camp. Hmm. My wife thinks we should start buying fat-free snacks, but I'm worried that they might not only taste terrible, but also not be good for you. Hmm. Can you give me some ideas on how to start this health journey? Hmm. Interesting. Okay, so this guy has touched upon a few things. He doesn't mm -hmm. know how he wants to lose weight, and I think he may be on to something. He's not really sure if his wife's advice is worth listening to. Yeah, those fat-free snacks are really not fat-free at all. No. Um, you know, and then if you if you consume a lot of them, it's almost as if you're consuming the, the snacks that are, what, fat yeah. included, I guess. You exactly. You're, you're right on <laughs> yeah. the right track, so, Gary. So the best way, really, honestly, to, to lose weight is to control the amount of food you eat overall. So instead of like that two plates you may have or you may stack up heavy on potatoes cut off the potatoes cut down on, on the potatoes anything with starches cheese your bread right cut down on that excessively okay just because that's going to be key in your weight loss program and to put yourself on a nice three day a week workout where you can just at least go to the gym for about an hour get your heart rate up run walk right. push up sit ups yeah. lift some weights depending on your body size right because everybody body size is different and everyone has different goals that right. they're trying to achieve mm -hmm. with their diet and weight loss and those what you just gave us is, is great mm -hmm. info but going back to this Dear B Zone letter and this whole issue about fat free because there is a lot of people still are confused Look, when I see fat free, that's, that's like buying fat free Miracle Whip. Yeah. Whip. Yeah, it's still Miracle Whip at the end of the day, right? And so 
we definitely want to talk about today right. this whole low fat diet fad that's going I, on I right oh, and why gosh. it may be more trouble than it's worth it's sickening to me honestly yeah this low fat fat free this that whole term to me is just a, it's a selling piece well you know i agree I mean? with you part of it is definitely marketing and, and selling it and don't necessarily mean you're getting healthier no it doesn't it doesn't mean that you're going to lose weight because you're eating fat free that's like you know i'm eating what's that diet coke or diet mountain dew which i can't stand it's personally. still yeah. pop and it's well, still full of sugar it's still full, full of, of sugar, sugar. Car- yeah and, or carbon and all that stuff right. in there it's just come on now yeah so so let's talk about what is the difference everybody because mm-hmm. I guess I bet if you ask the average person Darius they can't really tell you the real difference between fat free low fat light reduced fat etc cetera, etc cetera. they are confused they're totally I guess you know, this is why we have you here so let them have I'm it. trying Darius I'm trying to do my <laughs> part right so everyone let's talk about the differences between all these different terms and why if your goal really is to lose weight and Darius gave us some great pointers a few minutes ago or to keep keep your cholesterol levels down which all of us need to do if those are your goals well guess what being fat free in the way that we've been conditioned right now isn't necessarily the magic bullet Okay. <laughs> the magic bullet. Yeah. I like that because the magic bullet is a, is a food process. Yeah, which so. I actually own one. I, yeah, I, I love I, it. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but anyway, I digress. <laughs> so, <laughs> so let's talk about, again, these terms. So fat-free, everyone. So when food package says fat-free, what they're really saying is that it is a food that has less than 0.5 grams of fat per serving. So as long as it has less than half a gram of fat per serving, Guess what? They call that fat free. But it still has fat in it. Uh, yes, it does. So it's not necessarily free. So they're lying. <laughs> they're well, they're lying. Yeah, they, they okay. Uh, yes, you're right. They're 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 doing a play on words. Okay. okay? They're doing a play on words. Okay? okay. Next is low fat. So low fat foods must have three grams of fat per serving. Yep, that's right. So low fat is three grams of fat per serving. Fat free is a half a gram of fat. I just had like a brain fart as I was thinking about that. What? But this is why people are confused, Darius, and this is why we're talking today about this. So, okay, next we have reduced fat. (laughs) Okay. So, isn't reduced the same as low? No, it's not. That's a good question, though. No, it's not. They mean the same, though. No, they do not, Darius. Reduced fat foods must have at least 25% less fat than regular versions of the same food. So as long as this food has 25% less fat than say your regular version of the same type of food, it is considered reduced fat. At the end of the day, it's not good for y'all. Well, All right. It's not good. Well, well yeah, and, but, but and, the dare is we're trying to help people understand the difference. So when they oh go to, to the market, they can now have a better understanding of what these labels really mean. You know, I was listening to really become a better person. I listened as I was listening to you do this list. And it just made me mad and upset. Well, because maybe all that, these things, they all it's like, OK, you can have 30 percent in this product. As long as it's 25% less, it's reduced fat, right? But then you said it was 1.5 grams. I know. I said 0.5 grams is fat-free. It's fat-free. Yes. But then it still has fat in it. Yes, that's true. And then what was the 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 low fat? Low fat is three grams of fat per serving, yes. Three grams of fat per serving, which is... Because you, you went from percentages to the grams or grams of percentages. And like, so what's the percentage of all of them? Because they can still equate to the same thing. If that makes sense. No, but off. let's keep going. So we have fat free, oh, we have low fat, we have reduced fat, and now we have light. Light foods. Oh my gosh. Which must have 
either <laughs> one-third fewer calories than the regular version or 50% less fat. So in other words, Darius, you need to carry a little chart with you when you go to the market to discern and between all these different types of fat foods. You know, as a foodie, right? And, and like yes, to, we know you're a foodie. I love to enjoy eating. Yes, yes, we know this. So I don't want to have this chart to try to calculate the food. <laughs> I just want to enjoy it. So that's why I, I introduced the idea of just modifying or at least maintaining your portions so that way you don't have to be what calorie counting. Calorie counting, yeah. yeah. Which is insane to me. That's, well, that's wait a minute. like OCD. It's going to get even more insane for you, Diaries. Hold on. So now we've, we've defined the different types of fat-free and low-fat and reduced-fat foods and so forth. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Just because it's fat-free, well, it probably also is taste-free. Okay, so what they tend to do is they tend to make up the lack of fat with other things, sugar, flour, Mm. salt, thickeners, and all sorts of other things. And yes, Diaries, this adds to your overall calorie count. This is insane. It's very frustrating. I'm very mad and upset. (laughs) I was happy at the beginning of this episode. Now I'm mad and I'm upset. Well, Diaries, you may get even more upset as we go on because next we're going to be talking about more on the fat, low-fat situation here. Mm -hmm. And later we're going to be talking about, well different types of popular diet regimens. I know you have a lot to say, so we're going to continue the conversation, everybody. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to the B Zone. And today we are talking about are you really fat free? <laughs> and what does that really mean? Now, we did spend some time defining to Dieri's um, frustration the different types of fat reduced fat, low fat, fat free, and light. And all that doesn't. Oh. Keep going, because I'm about to get mad. Just trying to wrap my mind around these concepts. Well, the Aries, I I don't think you're going to like, I don't think you're going to like the next segment here. And that's, um, we're talking about the 10 low-fat foods that people tend to go and put into their shopping cart that are actually really, really bad for you. Let let them have it. (laughs) (laughs) Let them have it. So not only are these foods bad for you and they're labeled Mm low-fat, but um, they're processed. They contain a lot of sugar and other unhealthy ingredients, like Mm. we said earlier, that make up for the lack of taste. Mm. So you're actually packing on more calories. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I know. I know. This is probably not a favorite show for everybody, but it's a needed show. It's a needed topic. I mean, I knew this. I I already had this idea, but for our listeners out there, I feel sorry for you if you've been buying all this fat free stuff. You got got your cabinet full of this, and now you're hearing us. And, you know, Darius. We're not bashing you, you know. No, we're not. We're not. We're not. We're not. But, you know, this is the type of year since we just talked about resolutions and things, right? People tend to do this, they tend to, to go on these. Uh, gorilla uh, um, shopping sprees and, and, right. and just load up on everything that's low fat, no fat, and all this other mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. And hopefully they're listening to us because mm. we're going to save you not only some money, everybody, but we're going to also truly help your health as well. On top okay. of that. On right. top of that, right. So, first up, low fat sweetened breakfast cereals. That see to me that may it's cereal. Cereal is sweet regardless, right? Yeah, because most cereals are loaded with sugar. Right. So what a loaf even if you take half of it or, or, or a percentage of it, it's still a ton of sugar. And guess in what? It. They did a report on this and not too long ago, a few years ago, the Environmental Working Group did a report on this. Mm-hmm. And the average cold breakfast cereal get okay, everyone, hold on. The average cold breakfast cereal contains Nearly 25% sugar by weight. Look at that. That's a lot of sugar. And that's why kids be so hyper in the morning. Well, that's they, true. And they be crashing in the afternoon. That's exactly right. they're souped up off of sugar as yeah. soon as they wake up in the morning. As soon as they wake up, yeah. And guess what? Now, this is even uh, more scary. Mm-hmm. It's not just white sugar that we have to worry about in our cereals. Mm-hmm. White sugar, brown sugar... High fructose corn syrup and honey all contain fructose. You're right. So if you're eating, everyone, you're eating your bowl, favorite bowl of cereal, every Mm -hmm. morning you're already consuming 25% sugar. And guess what most people do? They add more sugar to the cereal. You're right. You're right. And and one thing about high fructose corn syrup, just a little scientific fact, is that it actually nerves, I mean, it actually numbs the hunger nerves, that's the senses in your body, so you won't really know if you're getting full. You continue to eat more of it. And that's scary. So if you don't, if you're not aware of that, you may have something like, again, honey or whatever, and you continue to eat a lot of, a lot of you don't feel full because it's literally like numbing those sensors in your body and your brain that tell it's like a nerve that tells you, hey, I'm getting full. Stop eating. Yeah. But when you have all these sugars and stuff like that, you will it, never know. Yeah, it blocks that. That's blocks scary. Mm-hmm. That's scary. And so that's why fructose has been linked to your point, Darius. It's been linked to a higher risk of obesity. Yep. Heart disease kidney disease, type 2 diabetes, and all sorts of other health problems. And they, you know, to your point, I don't know 
what more we can do other than to educate people. But this is scary. This would make me not want to eat cereal. And, and this is why I would say it's all about moderations. You know, yeah. Again, I, as I'm a, a, a cereal fan, I love me some cinnamon toast crunch, right? But I know better to just sit there and have a big bowl of it in one sitting because it's really not healthy. So you really gotta like monitor what you how much you're eating. Same yeah. thing. I love honey. I, love, I put honey in my tea. Yeah, I, I, I do honey too. I love chicken, honey. But you just gotta use biscuit. the moderation. Exactly. And, it's yeah. all, and this health is all about moderation. It's all about moderation. Because you it's can't because it's so much stuff put into our food especially in today's with the meats and stuff like that you we really can't control no there's a lot of processing going on with you food know. in general and yeah we just have to as best as we can everyone we, we have to eat as organic and as non-processed as possible as possible yeah and, and this whole low fat thing i hope you're if you're not getting anything else from this mm-hmm. conversation i hope you know that it's it's a fallacy and uh, and you got to be really careful what you're consuming so speaking mm-hmm. of consuming next up is low fat flavored coffee drinks Now, I'm not a coffee drinker, but believe it or not, coffee in and of itself, coffee before you add all that other stuff to it, Mm. is one of the healthiest beverages that you can drink. I was going to say that. Yeah. That that caffeine helps your digestive system. It runs right through you. Yeah. Now, I am one of those individuals that can't consume caffeine, Mm -hmm. um, but for those who can, yes, it is actually in and of itself healthy. However... When you add sugar and all the those milk, other things, exactly, creams and all that stuff. you have yep. now plopped on a whopping 57% more calories to that otherwise healthy coffee drink. And then now you're still wondering why you're crashing in the middle of the day, right? Or right. in the later evening of your day because you didn't get on a sugar rush pretty much there you go there you go uh next up would be low fat flavored yogurt now this is probably one of the most popular health quote-unquote health foods around see my thing is with yogurt i think not all yogurt is great yogurt right i think my favorite yogurt is the little green ones um they're they're the probiotic yogurts yeah yeah Uh, those are becoming more and more activia yeah there you go that is it exactly i love activia yeah um all the rest of those yogurts are not good yogurts but activia is really good because it has that bacteria to your to your uh to your gut that Mm -hmm. you need to stay healthy and to overall have a a healthy digestion that is absolutely right dairies and what you're describing is the plain yogurt Mm -hmm. so if you're consuming just plain yogurt now that will absolutely help you with your weight loss Mm -hmm. improve your body composition and increase healthy fullness hormones you just talked about that the increase those fullness hormones so that your body knows when they, it's had enough mm-hmm. however when you add in sugar to that same low fat flavored yogurt well go. now it's no longer as nutritious and those fullness hormones are now impaired yep. that was in the plain yogurt mm-hmm. yeah i know so it's, it's just it's just a vicious cycle Well, coming up, we're going to talk more about weight loss and diet. We're going to be talking about some popular diet regimens, the differences, and I'm sure Darius is going to weigh in on this one uh, when we get back. Are you looking for senior care for your mom or dad but don't know where to start? Hi, I'm Joan London with The Place for Mom. Nobody knows your parent or loved one better than you, and nobody knows senior living better than the experts at A Place for Mom. They've helped thousands of families find the right place for their mom or dad. I was so glad that I called A Place for Mom. My advisor really listened and was truly my partner in finding senior care for my dad. 
She went out of her way to get to know him as a person and was always there whenever I had a question. The senior living advisors at A Place for Mom partner with thousands of families every month, listening and offering local knowledge and advice to help find the best senior living communities across the country. And it's a free service. Here's the number. Call A Place for Mom at 1-800-370-2715. There's a place for answers, A Place for Mom. Call today. Call A Place for Mom at 1-800-370-2715. That's 1-800-370-2715. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-318-1574 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-318-1574. Again, that's 800-318-1574.
Welcome back to the B-Zone, everyone. And today we are talking about, are you really fat-free? And we are talking about, which is what we're about to talk about here, those popular weight loss and diet regimens that we all hear about. Well, we're going to talk about the differences between them. And already, Diaries is smirking, so... Because I'm ready to lay into all this stuff. So go ahead. Let's, <laughs> don't even talk. Let's, let's go, because I got something for each and every one. I'm really, you have down. something. You you have something I'm to say about down. all of them. Let's, let's go. Okay, let's well, go. We're gonna get it started with the paleo diet. <clears throat> okay, let's go. What okay, is it? What is it? which claims that you should eat the same foods that your hunter gatherer ancestors ate before agriculture was developed? I disagree with that. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 why, dears? Okay, well at least let me finish for those okay. out there that are not as knowledgeable as you are. Okay, and and let me give them a little bit more information. Please, please. Okay, Okay, so the theory of the paleo diet is that most modern diseases can be linked to the Western diet and the consumption of grains, dairy, and processed foods. I mean, I don't know how we can verify what our ancestors ate 100%, but they feel fairly confident that they did not consume a lot of dairy, grains, and obviously processed foods. So the paleo diet emphasizes whole foods, lean protein, vegetable fruits, nuts, and seeds, while it discourages foods that are highly processed, sugar, dairy, and grains. Okay, so I agree with the the aspect of the nuts, the seeds, and the whole grains. I agree with that, right? Mm-hmm. But we also have to put in conscience that our ancestors, they didn't have the a- easy access to food like we have now. Like, we can just go to a store and get the meat. Right. We can eat every single day. True. Eating every day is a luxury our ancestors did not have. No, I mean, hunter-gatherers, they had to hunt for their food. And, and that right. took days. They had to go days without food. They, they, they could, yes, that, we that's can't right. Even, we can't even go hours without food. So well, we're just, we're just spoiled, <laughs> but yes, yes, So yes. I, I think we want to address that first, but then now you want to talk about this paleo diet. I believe that even though our ancestors, they survived a little bit. Remember, about that, the lifespan wasn't that long for our ancestors. But was that really linked to diet? We don't know. We don't necessarily know, but to make this, this, what you're saying is that that can also, that's longevity for us, which we don't know. That's what the paleo diet says. And studies have shown on the positive side that the paleo diet can lead to significant weight loss and a reduced waist size. And that's important because a smaller waist has been linked to a healthier heart. Of course, because our heart overall works based off on our size. Why you got obese people having heart attacks? People are passing out when it's true. Hot but the waist so. size—they've already proven that your actual waist size is in direct correlation to how healthy your heart is, which is okay. a whole other conversation for another day. But mm-hmm. but they have proven that. So the paleo diet does mm-hmm. lead to that, according to this. All right, let's go continue on. Let's see what the next one you got for me. Yeah, but to your point, the downside—the paleo diet eliminates whole grains and dairy, which could be healthy and nutritious just think about that they have to go hunt the food kill it skin it all within that hour two three hours four five hours of them actually killing it and then they have to eat it and then store it and then start all over again and start all over yeah yeah that's not how we live we can buy food store put in the refrigerator and the refrigerator actually can kind of minimize the healthiness of food you know when you freeze it true true so they were eating fresh food Truly every, fresh food. every day, every or not, day, well, not every day, or most but, days. Most but when days, they did yeah. eat, it was fresh. It was fresh. That's, we can't say that. We can't. That's do that. true. That's true. Next is the vegan diet, which restricts all animal products for ethical, environmental, or health oh reasons. It's okay. Mostly for ethical reasons but, but veganism is associated with the resistance to animal exploitation and cruelty. So not only is it a way of eating, but it's also a social statement. 
Um, see, the, the, a social statement that again that has nothing to do with your health, all right? Because at the end of the day, if you look at our teeth, right, we have we're, we're herbivores, right? Not herbivores, but is it herbivores? So you have, have herbivores, which are plant eaters. And omni- have, I'm sorry, we got omnivores, omnivores, which eat everything. Right, yeah. we're omnivores. Look yeah. at our teeth. We have teeth that are meant to tear, rip, bite, crush, and grind. That means right. we're able to consume meat and nuts and vegetables all in the same breath. So what you're saying, Darius, is that you don't agree with veganism at all. That's I, what you're saying. I, I don't necessarily agree with with it just because, and I'm not saying that you can't get the protein and things like that from, from nuts and vegetables because you mm-hmm. definitely can. Right. But to just completely neglect meat when we, we literally, our ancestors, what the paleo people say. Yeah. Right? That's what they ate was meat. Well, okay, let me continue. So veganism, for those of you out there that may subscribe to veganism, mm-hmm. in addition to eliminating meat, it also eliminates dairy, eggs, animal-derived products such as gelatin, honey, whey, <laughs> casein, and some forms of vitamin D3. Now, it has been very effective for people trying to lose weight and on a vegan diet, you really don't have to count calories. However, the problem with veganism is that those who subscribe to it tend to be very low in certain nutrients such as B12, vitamin B12, vitamin D, iodine, iron, calcium, zinc, and omega-3 fatty acids. So as a vegan, you really would have to replace those very important nutrients. And right, you get a lot of those from like fish, you know what I mean? Exactly. And, uh, what's yeah. that, uh, shellfish, things of that yeah. nature. So if you're not yeah. eating meat, then you're gonna miss out on those those important vitamins. Yeah, there. so there was a recent study done and they found that a lot of vegans are very deficient of all those mm-hmm. things. They're very deficient in vitamin B12. Mm-hmm. So they have to supplement their diet with that. But I'm not trying to take pills. I'm not trying to pop pills and every day, oh, that's, just give me my meal with my fish or something like that or not, not shrimp. Maybe get some chicken. Maybe chicken. I don't know. But maybe So in other fish. words, Darius, you're you're a proponent of some form of meat. Just some something, form of meat. Something. Okay. It doesn't have to be the red meat, the pork or the beef. I don't eat pork and beef, but you know, just uh, uh, some fish. So you're just saying that, again, you don't subscribe to veganism. Yeah. Okay. Well, next is low-carb diets. Low-carb diets, which have been popular for decades, especially for weight loss. And that's because they involve limiting your carb intake to 20 to 150 grams per day, and that's it. So the primary aim is that now, with those limited carbs, everybody, mm-hmm. it forces your body to use more fat for fuel instead of using carbs as your main source of energy. I agree with that. I know someone. Shout out to Jennifer. She She's doing that. She lost a lot of weight with mm-hmm. that. So I agree with that. Okay. Now, of course, like with most diets, you have your pluses and your minuses. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it has been very effective for weight loss uh, on a low-carb diet. However, some people feel that without the carbs, they just don't feel good. And some people experience an increase in the bad cholesterol, mm-hmm. LDL cholesterol. Mm-hmm. So in some cases, it can be effective for weight loss, but you may not feel as upbeat and you may experience that increase in the cholesterol. So you got to be very, very careful. Now, coming up is my conversation with weight loss expert Sora Vernikoff, author of Eat What You Want, Stop When You Want. And she's going to share how your mindset has a direct impact on your weight loss goals. We'll be right back. Got an old car? You can donate it, whether it's running or not, to the United Breast Cancer Foundation and save a life. They'll even come and pick it up for free. 
The United Breast Cancer Foundation has saved hundreds of women's lives through their free or low-cost breast screen exams. But now they need your help. The United Breast Cancer Foundation wants to save more lives through early detection by offering women free or low-cost breast screening exams. And donating your old car, SUV, or truck, whether it's running or not, helps pay for them. Plus, you get a charitable tax deduction. Help the United Breast Cancer Foundation save lives by donating your old car, SUV, or truck. Call now for free pickup. 800-280-2144-800-280-2144-800-280-2144. Call right now. That number again is 800-280-2144. Are you responsible for paying most or all of your family's health insurance bill every month? Is your health insurance premium costing you nearly as much as your mortgage? More affordable options may be available with U.S. Health Group. Life happens, and it's important to have the right coverage to protect your family. U.S. Health Group's licensed agents are available by phone or in person to guide you through our portfolio of flexible choices and options available in your state. Call right now and learn how you can switch your current coverage to a more affordable option as fast as next month. Call U.S. Health Group for a free quote and speak to one of our dedicated agents today. Call now. Call 800-931-3413. 800-931-3413. That's 800-931-3413. Paid for by U.S. Health Group. Plans are underwritten by Freedom Life Insurance Company of America, Enterprise Life Insurance Company, or National Foundation Life Insurance Company. This coverage is not available in all states. Some exclusions are limitations may apply in your state. Today on the B-Zone, I am here with the Nose Diet Weight Loss Coach, Sora Bernikoff. Now, Sora has a very interesting story, everyone. She, 20 years ago, was able to overcome compulsive eating and as a result of her experiences in an inner city school of all places, she learned the skills needed to help not only herself, but to date, hundreds of individuals get off of the yo-yo diet train. It is truly my pleasure to introduce you to Sora Bernikoff. Sora, thank you so much for being here on the B-Zone with us. Oh my God, Tracy, it's totally my pleasure. I mean, to- I mean, I'm really excited to share my content with your listeners and it's lovely to meet you. It is lovely to meet you as well. And Sora, when I read your bio, I thought not only was it interesting, but it's very atypical when we think of someone who is knowledgeable when it comes to weight loss and dieting. Your story, your path, if you will, to get to this point was a little unconventional. Oh, my God. It's very unconventional. <laughs> I mean, even as I look back, it's um, it really is unconventional. But then I realized, you know, after the fact that I've been, that I have this wired, that I have a brain that's wired in a certain way, and that I've I've been applying it in many ways the same way all my life. But it's never until I have a struggle that it actually comes out of the closet. <laughs> right, right. Well, you started as a teacher, just to get right. everyone here that's listening uh, uh, to level set here and to give them a little bit of background. You started as a teacher and what most would consider, Sora, a very tough urban community neighborhood uh, <sighs> in Brooklyn, New York, teaching kids that probably weren't uh, the easiest to deal with, a lot of it attributed to their environment. And out of that, 
you were able to glean the skills that would ultimately lead you down your uh, path of becoming a weight management expert. Can you tell us a little bit about what exactly you learned having been a teacher in that, in that environment? Well, totally. So what happened, Tracy, was over 20 years ago, I used to teach 35 fourth graders in East New York, Brooklyn, which was really very challenging. And, um, you know, when I first started teaching, I really thought about leaving. But in my heart, I, I knew I was a teacher. So I duped it out with myself and I learned how to manage these really challenged kids and I got really good at managing. So for example, if you'd walk into my classroom, it would be quiet, the kids would be working and nobody was screaming and yelling, but it took a lot of work on my part. And what happened was a couple of years into teaching, um, I used to diet and take off the weight and I was very, you know, I'm, I was very like, I did everything right. I went to Weight Watchers mostly. I would do everything right, you know, three times a week peas. I would level every tablespoon. My mom had gone to Weight Watchers and I did everything like perfectly, which is a word that's not part of my vocabulary anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And then one day after, you know, losing my weight and regaining it, I looked at these 35 fourth graders and I had an aha moment, Tracy, which was, why do these 35 fourth graders listen to me? And why does food, which is inanimate, run my thinking all day? I think about it all day and I can't eat and stop and I want food all day. Why? These kids are animate. They walk, talk, they do all those other things. But food doesn't have those qualities. And yet I couldn't stop thinking about food and I couldn't stop eating. And I had an idea. And the idea was, what if I could vacuum out all the extra times a day I thought about food? What would I think about? How would my life be different? And then how could I help other people? And that was the day that I started this journey. I started journaling every eating experience before, during, and after. You might say I'm a little obsessive. (laughs) (laughs) But But in this fashion, Sora, it's a good obsessive because you took the time and you put in the work to journal, as you're about to tell us, to journal your journey and journal your thoughts and journal the things that ultimately helped you. So in that respect, that's commendable. Well, thank you. But I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that I had to figure out why my brain worked the way it does. What was wrong? Because I really, because I believe I'm a child of God. You know, I'm Jewish, but I'm totally spiritual. And I believe that God didn't make me this way. Something's not right. And I had to figure out what was going on, you know, and I immersed myself in this extremely intensive journaling process. And I saw the problem. And the problem was that no matter how, and ultimately, and I'm making this fourth grade level, no matter how much I ate, no matter how much food I had, nothing was enough. So the problem was that I was a food thought overthinker. I couldn't stop the visual repetition of my food thoughts. And no matter how much I ate, nothing was enough. So in my sensible part, I said, well, if nothing is enough, then I have to create techniques so that when I eat, I know how much is enough and I'm able to stop myself. I created that system. I created two techniques that always let me stop the visual repetition of overthinking. And that's my program. Your story just underscores the fact that we do have control over our decisions. We have control over our actions. We have to be mindful. We have to get into that place of mindfulness. Right. You know, Tracy, I truly believe that everything is possible to those who believe. And I believe that anyone struggling with any problem, if they make their spiritual life number one and really 
start journaling and ask themselves the hard questions. I, you know, in all these years, I've never reread my journals, but I needed to release everything. I needed to let it go. And I needed to form a bond, an accessible bond to my subconscious. Okay. Because, yeah. yeah. So I can honestly say to you, you know, that I have an accessible bond to my subconscious because I know how my brain is wired. I know when I can be in trouble. And as soon as I think I can be in trouble, I use the techniques I developed. And the only reason they're effective is because I'm totally consciously linked into a process that allows me to access my subconscious. But I've worked my B-U-T-T off to get to this place. And, but I'm totally convinced that we can heal ourselves if we make the choice. I'm a very big advocate of that. Wonderful. Now, Sora, on this journey, and I'm sure along your journey, you've met so many different people. You've talked to so many different people. What are some of the common excuses or limitations? Because someone listening to this right now may say, well, in theory, that sounds great. In theory, it seems like that would work. But what are some common excuses or limitations that you've heard from those that may be struggling right now with their own weight loss journey? What are some of the more common excuses that you've heard that people put on themselves, limitations that they put on themselves not to reach their goal? Well, first of all, they say to me, you know what, there are two techniques in in my system. So they say, do I have to use the technique each time I eat? Well, here's the deal. The deal is that it's your subconscious that's running the show and you don't have conscious control. So if you don't use one of the techniques to eat and stop, you're not going to be able to eat and stop and it's going to hold you back from reaching your weight loss goal because you're really learning to, to manage your subconscious relationship with your food thoughts. Not your conscious, but your subconscious. That's number one. Number two, then they say, it's too much work for me to always have the foods that I want or special foods that are part of the system um, in the house. I can't always find them. Well, here's the deal. When you commit to reaching a goal, you find those foods. You know, I, I'm not, I'm a no, take no prisoners type of person. If I want to reach a goal, I have no obstacles. I just have a way to get over the path. You know, I just right. keep looking at my goal. So the obstacles are just my lessons. Okay. And, um, but a lot of folks don't want to commit to the nature of the program because it's too much for them. Well, if it's too much for them, then they should go on a diet and should be ruled by deprivation and regain the weight. <laughs> right. right. No, and that's a no-nonsense approach. And oftentimes, Sora, that's what people need. They need someone to, for lack of a better word, give them a kick in, in, the, in the pants because if not, you get on this path and this perpetual path of excuses and limitations and, and self-fulfilling prophecies, right? So I think even when it comes to weight loss, we do have to take responsibility for decisions and ultimately our thoughts. And speaking of some of the more popular weight loss programs, because you touched upon it just a second ago, right now, keto is the hot thing right now in weight loss. Weight Watchers has been around a long time and it's been rebranded, I believe, to WW. And then there's the Mediterranean diet. There's the zone diet. There's all sorts of diets and regimens. Do any of these, in your opinion, Sora, do any of these plans really give people that long-term effective weight management that they're seeking if they feel that your program, for example, may be too much work? Okay. I really love that you asked my opinion on this because it's an opinion, but it's based on the work that I've done. 
I'm going to make it really simple. 97% of all folks who lose weight on a diet regain it within three years. All right. So you did all that hard work and then you regain the weight. So here's what I'm going to say to your listeners. Your food is not the challenge. It's the way that your brain is wired. The program I developed lets you have any food you want and use two techniques to eat and stop. Once you learn how to eat and stop by always having enough, you're going to want less. Once you want less, you're consciously going to think about food less, and you're going to have a corresponding mind-body weight loss. The problem with diets is that they, a diet is a group of rules created by other people. They tell you what to have, not what to, not to have. You're good, good, good for a while, and then what happens is you can't take it anymore, so you diet binge, you diet, or you binge eat. Then you beat yourself up for doing the only thing you could do to take back the control from the diet, and what do you do? You say, well, I can't trust myself, so I have to go back on the diet, but you're never going to keep the weight off on the diet because it's about self-deprivation and self-starvation. The program I developed as taught in my book teaches you that the reason that you think too much about food every day is because nothing that you eat is enough. Once you learn how to use the two techniques I developed that always give you enough, you're actually going to think less about food because you're going to be providing yourself with enough. Wonderful. Everyone listening, if you are really serious, we're at the top of a brand new year. 2020, if you're really serious about taking charge of your life, of your choices, your decisions, and as we're talking today, your weight, your health, ultimately, then I truly encourage you to get plugged in to Sora because as you can hear today, she's no nonsense. She's very straightforward. She's very honest. And that's what we need when we're endeavoring on something that's been a challenge for most of us. Again, please get plugged in to Sora's information. Sora, one more time, please give us your website and any social media uh, that you're willing to share. Sure. So my name is Sora Vernikoff, V-E-R-N-I-K-O-F-F. My website, I'm a no diet weight loss coach at www.nodieting.net. And my book, Eat What You Want, Stop When You Want, a no diet weight loss program is available in paper and digital download at Amazon or Barnes and Noble. Thank you so much, Sora, for spending time with us here at the B-Zone. I truly appreciate you and I applaud the work you're doing. Well, thank you, Tracy. Um, your questions and your enthusiasm um, have really been exciting to me and I'm really, really, it's a privilege to share it with your listeners. So thank you. Thank you, Sora. Everyone, we're going to be back with more B-Zone coming up next. Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. 
Are you drowning in debt? Are you struggling to make minimum payments? Did you know that on average, a household with at least one credit card struggles with over $15,000 in credit card debt? If this sounds like you, know that it's not your fault. Credit card debt happens to good people. Credit card companies lure you in with low introductory rates and low minimum payments. Before you know it, you're in over your head. National Debt Relief has helped thousands of good people just like you become debt-free with our Debt Reset Program that will dramatically reduce your debt down to a fraction of what you owe. Our Debt Reset Program is customized to get you debt-free in as little as 24 to 48 months with one low monthly payment. If you owe over $10,000 in credit card debt or even personal loans, call 800 270 There are no upfront fees or out-of-pocket expenses. You don't pay a dime until we succeed. Call now to see how the Debt Reset Program can work for you. 800-274-9490. That's 800-274-9490. 800-274-9490. Did you know that only 1 in 10 young people from low-income families go on to graduate from a four-year college compared to 50% from high-income families. Children and youth from low-income families are more likely to have sex before the age of 16, run away from home, or even commit a crime. And 7% of young women from low-income families have a child by the age of 18 compared to only 1% from high-income families. With facts like these, it's more important than ever that we provide a strong foundation for our young people. The Bebo Foundation is doing just that. Through our programs that provide mental and emotional education for healthy mindsets, a mentorship program, and even a work-study program teaching media concepts that can help young people contribute to their homes financially. I encourage you to join us on this very important mission. Head over to thebebofoundation.org. That's T-H-E-B-I-B-O foundation.org and help us in this very important work.
Welcome back to the B-Zone, and I hope that you enjoyed today's show all about are you really fat-free? And we had a great discussion around the different types of low-fat and other kind of fats that are mm-hmm. out there. And I know, Diaries, uh, you were getting a little frustrated. Because, you know, uh, yeah, 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 I was. I was, <laughs> was going to get right into it because it's the end of the show. I don't want yeah, to Yeah, let's restarted. let you decompress. Let's let you decompress. So and ahead. we also talked about popular weight loss regimens that are out there. Did we cover all of them? Of course not. But we mm-hmm. covered some of the major ones and reasons why they work and reasons why they don't work. And I want to thank Sora Vernikoff. Sora, thank you so much for your candid and no-nonsense perspective that you shared with us today. And everyone, I truly hope that we will all take more responsibility for our weight loss goals, our eating habits, and our overall health. Now, if you like the conversation here on The B Zone, guess what? We're on podcast as well. You can go over to iHeartRadio and follow The B Zone with Tracy S. Campbell, and you can catch up on all the episodes of this show. And you can also download episodes as well from iHeartRadio and TuneIn.com. Again, The B Zone with Tracy S. Campbell. And if you want to follow us personally, well, we would love to have you. Darius, how can they follow you? You can follow me on IG at HeavyHev773. That's H-E-V-773. Wonderful. And you can follow yours truly. I am Tracy S. Campbell. That's I am T-R-A-C-I-S Campbell on Instagram. Mm. Now, of course... We have to take care of just one more bit of business, and that is our word for the day. Darius, what word do you have for us today? Today's word is esculent. Esculent. Yes, E-S-C-U-L-E-N-T. Hmm, okay. And it means suitable for use as food. Edible. Really? Since we're talking about food, why not? Yeah, right? that makes sense. So, to put in this sentence, uh, almond butter is esculent at night to for hungers for late night hungers. I like that because we all know that I love almond butter. Exactly. Yeah, I like so that. So instead of using word. peanut butter, use almond butter that is esculent for late night hungers. Very, very good. And for those of you out there that are looking to eat better and to be healthier, I hope that you find an esculent item to add to your <laughs> list as well, it's especially for those late night hunger pains. Yes, right? we all get them. <laughs> we all get them. We all, we get, all get them. Especially when we can't sleep. Everyone, I truly hope you enjoyed today's show. Of course, we're going to be back very, very soon with more B-Zone. But in the meantime, take care and see you soon. Adios.
Make sure you follow us on social media. We're at facebook.com slash bzone with TSC. That's the letter B, zone with TSC. And check out our page on the Bebo Weekly website at beboweekly.com slash bzone.